0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football, whether it's season-long leagues, Dynasty, DFS, or even IDP. We got you covered all season long. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, John June. And of course, as always, got my guy, my co-host, Greg Penniman. Yo. Greg, what is Good,
1: man. What's going on, man? What's going on? People, you know, still a little heated by this. i talking about Deontay Johnson not catching the ball again. It sounds like he dropped just dropped another one, it feels like. But other than that, you know, fantasy playoffs is going. Uh, I, I feel like I just need, you know, Jarvis Landry to give me 5.6 points tonight. And I'm feeling good after that. I get to the semis in that. Uh, I got to the semis in another league. But, uh, uh, you know, other than that, it's been up and down week. Um, some some studs and then some jags, of course, letting you down in this fantasy First round,
0: yeah, man. My birthday wish for you did come true. You were eliminated from the league of extraordinary people, <laughs> our, our league of records. So, uh, you know, happy birthday, Greg. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I'm also, you know, knock on wood. I'm, i I've, I've got a, a decent lead on in our dynasty league. Mm-hmm. So it's true. Hopefully, I can keep that one up. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, just you know, Jarvis Landry can't have that big of a day. Right, he can have the five point six, but. You know, Sheldon Richardson, no no defensive touchdowns. Right, right, down. right, right. Sack, right. sack strip, <laughs> defensive touchdown, none of that stuff. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, like you said, up and down week, you know, I, hey, I'm tilting right now. You talked about Deontay Johnson. You want to get me to tilt on this podcast right here, right now, you bring up Deontay That's a Johnson Bench mid game. But <laughs> we will cover that in this recap. Um, Oh, wait, sorry, I dropped my show notes. Um. Anyways, moving on to this recap of the week 14, uh, round one of the fantasy playoffs. Uh, rounding out, are st- our, uh, our starting with the quarterback position, as we always do every week, the QB one on the week, man. Aaron Rodgers, man. My man is continuing to stay hot. Yes, sir. 30.9 fantasy points, 26 of 33, 290 passing yards, three touchdowns. We even got to see vintage Aaron Rodgers in this one. 13 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown here. Greg, what would you make of this performance here by Aaron Rodgers, man?
1: Oh, man, continuing to be on fire in uh, his MVP campaign. I mean, it's pretty much him or or Patty right now uh, for that 1-2 in this MVP race. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has been everything you need this fantasy (laughs) season. Uh, Back to that elite QB1. We wanted to see, uh, and just, you know, one in the conversation is, you know, best quarterback right now, uh, in, in the league, uh, next to Patty. So he, he's back for, for, for now and hopefully he can, uh, get it done, uh, keep, keep it going and keep throwing touchdowns to Devontae Adams.
0: Yeah, that, that last part, very important here. Uh, but yeah, Aaron Rodgers continuing to get it done, man, uh, as a, as a bona fide QB one this year in fantasy, um, yeah, I mean, he, if you took the shot on Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, kudos to you. And mm-hmm. it's just paid off, man, because he's he's just been rocking and uh, rolling for you all season long. Um, the QB2 on the week, man, and this one was probably out of necessity here. Uh, Tua to of Iloa, 28.04 fantasy points in standard quarterback scoring, 28 of 48, 316 yards Two touchdowns, one interception, did add twenty-four rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. Greg, what'd you make of this performance here by Tua?
1: Um yeah, this was a great performance from Tua. Great performance from the Miami Dolphins team in general and still in the loss. Uh shows you probably how good Kansas City really is. Um but Tua Doing well, um, you know, probably, you know, best game so far, uh, fantasy-wise and stats wise for sure. Um, So, yeah, it'd be, you know, uh, probably, I don't know if I can, like, keep depending on this uh, for the, towards the end of the season for fantasy playoffs, the fantasy semis, but this is a good uh, performance here.
0: Hey, man, I think this is more shows how good the Dolphins are, man, down to their third string, fourth string running back, man, I mean... Uh, and, hey, if Ryan Fitzpatrick plays in this game, who knows? The the range of outcomes there could have been endless. But, That's true. Uh, yeah, not. Nah. <laughs> Tua, <laughs> Tua definitely showing out in this game here. Uh, I mean, like I said, this was out of necessity, 48 pass attempts here. I don't think the Dolphins came into this game saying they wanted Tua to, to throw it 48 times. So, um, you know, we'll take it for sure. Uh, the QB3 on the week, though, man, I, I, you be, I you called it, it man. Week, man. Yes, yes sir, He said it. I, <laughs> I don't know what it was. I just had this feeling, but Derek Carr, man, 25.84 fantasy points, 31 of 45, 316 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, 12 rushing yards, and a rushing touchdown. Greg, what'd you make of this performance here by Derek Carr, man?
1: Yeah, Derek Carr, you know, definitely, you know, doing what he has to do, playing well. Uh, I mean, he's been playing well majority of the season. Uh, Got to give him that. Um, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, if you're going to be able to, to roll him out there next week for the, the semis, you know, I think, uh, he's got to be an option. Um, and just hopefully it's not like kind of those things. Now everyone's back on him and that's when he, you know, fails you.
0: Yeah. I guess the chargers next week. Uh, so, you know, that's a, it's an okay matchup. It's not great. It's not terrible. Right. Um, but you know, this one, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just—I mean, he actually didn't play particularly well in this game. I mean, had three turn—or no, two turnovers on the interceptions—but um, was pretty much in, in, in catch-up mode for most of this game, uh, as you know, the defense got decimated essentially by, uh, you know, the running game and and the and the uh, the Indianapolis Colts there. But uh, actually, the defensive coordinator for for the Raiders got fired today, Paul Gunther. Really relieved of his duties, but uh, yeah, I mean, Derek Carr having to get into a shootout with the old man Phillip Rivers, uh, that's the only way Philip Rivers knows how to do it these days, so um, one thing he did take with him from the Chargers, um, but rounding out the top 12 quarterbacks on the week, man, Q, Drew Locke, man, QB4, uh, Mitch Trubisky, the QB5, uh, Russell Wilson, the QB6, Patrick Mahomes, the QB7, Teddy Bridgewater, the QB8. Taysom Hill, the QB nine, uh, Josh Allen, the QB ten, Jalen Hurts, the QB eleven, and then Kyler Murray, man, the QB twelve, uh some honorable mentions, Philip Rivers, um, and then Kirk Cousins, um but, Greg, what'd you make of these uh, these quarterback performances, these stud quarterback performances on the week, man?
1: Yeah, great day from um, Mitchell Trubisky. You know, he came through uh, for you, um, stream of the week for you, so that was a uh, pretty good call. And, he, you know, he played the uh, best game he did in a while. Um, you know, good to see Bridgewater in here as well. Uh, he's been back and st- still very consistent, um, streaming quarterback of the year, uh, and, yeah, Jalen Hurts, obviously, uh, definitely a great day from him. Uh, didn't I said that you know I didn't expect a Taysom Hill like day, and he basically gave you a Taysom Hill like day. Uh, and hopefully, just Doug Peterson uh, continues to roll him out there. I mean, he said today he's still thinking about it. I, again, uh, these coaches out here thinking about these oh, decisions. Oh no,
0: they, he said that there was a report. He's 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 uh, confirmed the start. Oh okay for, okay okay uh, okay good. For, good for week fifteen right. against, against Arizona so feel confident rolling him out there like yes, we, sir. like we were saying we weren't uberly confident to roll him out there you know in his first start um especially against the New Orleans Saints defense right. but um you know he 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 definitely you know obviously a top 12 finish here um got that done here so uh you know if you are i'm confident rolling them out here these next two weeks yeah they got I'm arizona next week
1: so that. um yes yeah, i think
0: dallas the week after yeah. like there's no way i'm having any qualms about putting jalen yep. hurts in i mean if you told me that he was going to carry the ball 18 times uh like he did before the game i would have started him and i would have told you to yep. start him so yep um you know this is what you want um yeah, I mean Teddy Bridgewater, man. Like, like you were saying, he's been he's been bringing some, uh, you know, a, a floor with him every week. I mean, he got another rushing touchdown here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking in the off season about Teddy Bridgewater and, and his his mobility and how he does have this mobility, but he's he he never really ran the ball. Uh, I was listening to Ian Hart Hartett's podcast and he was saying Teddy Bridgewater had uh, 33 rushing yards in his whole entire uh, career in New Orleans. And he had 31 rushing yards on Sunday, so that just goes to show you, uh, you know, the change. And that again, that adds a floor to yeah. to uh, Teddy Bridgewater to the floor that he already uh, has. Stat line. <laughs> exactly right. So, um, you know, QB eight man on the on the week, uh, he's you know not he's not in the top 12 of quarterbacks, uh, but he's definitely on that QB two line. Like, like you were saying, if you needed a streamer. And you went to Teddy Bridgewater. He he didn't kill you, um, you know all 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 that much. Nope. So, um, and then we got to get to the Jags, man. And then so on this Jags list, um, I'm definitely gonna throw out my start of the week, Big Ben, Ben Roethlisberger, um, you know, was you know uh, the victim of some drops here. No oh, man by uh, Deontay Johnson among. Uh, some other guys on the team as well, but that all that game was just weird. Uh, I think everybody was was banking on this game hitting the over of of the f- original forty six and a half, um, and yeah, I mean, didn't get the the high pace scoring like we thought we'd get, and then Tom Brady, man, um, coming out the bye, uh, thinking that you know Tom Brady might even you know might be potentially start of the week worthy here. Uh, against Minnesota, and, and he didn't come through. Um, are you concerned about Tom Brady specifically headed into this uh, this playoff run? Oh,
1: absolutely, because, I mean, I thought Tom Brady was, you know, going to overcome his playoff woes, fantasy playoff woes. He's historically not a guy to do well around this time, week 14, 15, 16. So uh, if he can't do it now, yeah, I'm, I'm, still, I'm not going to go back.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would pick up Jalen Hurts. <clears throat> Um, especially you know around this playoff time, especially as you know we talk about the you know this weather, um and you know the weather starts being a concern that affects the passing game a little bit, right? Yep. Uh, especially as you get these these winds, so if you can get a guy like Jalen Hurts off the waiver wire right now, uh yeah, Phillip Rivers. I mean he plays in a dome, but a guy like specifically like Jalen Hurts who has this mobility. Right, if you're able to get a guy like that right now, because we know what that would cost in a draft, right? Like, look where Lamar Jackson was going. You know, look at what you got to pay to get to a Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts is essentially free here. Yep, he's essentially what Taysom Hill has been the last few weeks. Yep. Um, and so if you can get that to be your starting quarterback in the playoffs, um, you know that's just if you were streaming and now you get Jalen Hurts, that just you know, adds a whole nother dynamic to your team that is hard to get at this point in the season.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, man, moving on to these. Are anybody else at the Jag, uh, uh Oh, Cam Newton, of course. We talked about him on oh, Thursday, yeah. but just reiterate his name for the people out there and then for so Greg can feel pain. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, man, moving on to these running backs, man. I know this will make you slightly happy, right? Oh, yeah, Derek of course. Derrick Henry. It's time. The RV one on the week, man. December Derrick. 35.2. F- December Derrick. <laughs> December Derrick, man. <laughs> um. Uh, 35.2 fantasy points and half PPR scoring. 26 carries, 215 rushing yards, two touchdowns, and like you like as you always like it Greg two receptions for seven there
1: months. you go that's so always that one or two i love it right there <laughs> that's the most impressive <laughs> thing oh so yeah Derrick Henry man continuing to thrive uh, and keep getting better uh, and just let you know again of week 14 this is what he does like against Jacksonville this is what he does like this is um so he continues next week um you know it doesn't matter who he plays it's fantasy playoff time and Derrick Henry knows it i feel like at this point
0: I mean, you say that it doesn't matter who you play as, Greg, but <laughs> if you are the one seed and you're waiting for the six seed right now or you're the two seed waiting for this five seed um, or however your playoff tournament is, is getting, but you have you were waiting on by and you got Derrick Henry coming and you're like, oh, well, you know, who do they play next week? Well, it's Detroit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I didn't even know that.
1: Uh, that just, that's the genuine reaction I've got. Oh, uh, That's literally the best. Matchup you can get so oh man good luck that's all I know good luck. hopefully the one seed and the two seed are the ones with Derrick Henry so that's that's all I gotta say
0: yeah I mean this was the reason why we were telling you all to go trade for Derrick Henry yep. because of this schedule where he gets he well obviously just got out of Jacksonville now we get Detroit then we get Green Bay Woo. and then for all my people that play in Week 17 Houston Woo. oh
1: oh man. <laughs>
0: I know, Greg, that's, that sound is Greg realizing what he's missing out on. Yeah, uh, me not getting to the playoffs. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Well, don't worry, Greg. Uh, if Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews don't combine for 30.76 full PPR points tonight, I will be with you on that list of Derrick Henry teams to not make the playoffs this week. So, yeah, fantasy is a cruel, cruel game. Um, it is. Also on that amazing team that I have with Derrick Henry is the RB two on the week, Jonathan Taylor, my running back star of the week, twenty nine point five fantasy points, half PPR scoring, twenty carries, one hundred and twenty yards, two touchdowns. That can't be right. It was one hundred and fifty yards and two touchdowns, two car- two catches for fifteen yards. Uh, so Greg, what'd you make of this performance here? by JT
1: man. Yeah, JT closing for you guys. I mean, for fantasy managers out there and just in general, uh which is which is dope again, like I said it's how, how you finish. So this could propel him for definitely next year's drafts uh and also just, you know, justify why people drafted him so early. If uh, you know, he's, he's he's closing. Uh they had a tough stretch throughout the year, but getting people through the fantasy playoffs is something that will put a good stain on people.
0: Yeah, man, definitely. I mean, uh, for those people that maybe this and this is why we say you gotta listen right? for those people that maybe um or not just listen but pay attention but you know those people that maybe didn't make the, they were out of playoff contention by week eight, week nine with j t uh, <laughs> you know with j t right? like they're not gonna know about this stretch right here. Mm-hmm. um you know, where the last in three, you know he's he's played three games in the last four weeks, obviously missed that one game with uh, as a close contact for covid. But he was the RB13, and then the RB3, and now the RB2, mm-hmm. uh, taking, uh, taking, definitely taking advantage of these matchups. And then, you know what? It was bad for a while with JT, uh, but it wasn't all too bad. I mean, he's got one, two, th- four games where he's, where he's scored single digits. But outside of that, I mean, every other game, it's over 11.9 half PPR points. I, I think what people were missing is that we were looking for this top five upside from JT. Um, yep. you know, and we just haven't been getting that, yep. and, and the, you no, know, but he's, the, he's the RB 17 on the year. Um, uh, you know, like you said, coming through the, these last couple weeks. So hopefully against Houston next week, uh, nice he closes out Pittsburgh in week in, in championship week. So that's maybe a little bit tough, but hopefully he can close it out for us these next couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. With, the uh, Pittsburgh, all these injuries on their linebacker core. I mean, Zach Moss is able to find some holes, so I think he could do it.
0: Yeah, it's just going to be, again, be a matter of touches because Naeem Hines yeah. is yeah. very much still involved in this offense, uh, as much as some of us may not want him to be, but he is very much still involved. So, uh, but 20 carries, 151 yards. Uh, that's definitely what we call a, a breakout performance here for Jonathan Taylor. Um, the running back three on the week, and uh, kudos to you if you had the, the guts <laughs> to start him. Hey, hey, don't disrespect him, man. I mean,. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, recently, right? I mean, recently. Uh, you know, Miles Sanders, 27.6 fantasy points, 14 carries, 115 yards, two rushing touchdowns, did add four catches for 21 yards and a rec- uh, did not have a receiving touchdown, but four catches for 21 yards. Uh, Greg, what would you make of this performance here by uh, recently disrespected Miles Sanders?
1: I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm hype. he got over 15 touches. Uh, that's definitely a good sign there. Um, hopefully he can continue to get that touch number, especially with Jalen Hurts now at the helm. Um, maybe it might take away some of those carries because he got 18 himself, Jalen Hurts. Um, but yeah, ho- hopefully it could just be a one-two punch with him and him and Miles.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, like we always say with these running quarterbacks, they might they may take away some of the volume from these quarterbacks, but they do help increase that efficiency, right? Uh, because it, again, it becomes a numbers game. You're running 11 on 11 as opposed to 10 on 11 um, from offensive versus defensive perspective, and you know that backside, uh, that backside defender now they can't they can't uh, crash down the line of scrimmage because they've got to account for the quarterback, uh, the quarterback run in the read option game. So Miles Sanders here averaging eight carries in this uh, eight yards per attempt in this game. Uh, like we said, get into that 18 touch number, which last week. It was 10 touches the week before that. It was 8. Like, my, there, there should be no world where Miles Sanders is getting less than 10 touches. Yep. There should be no world in this in 2020 on this Eagles offense and the state of this team yep. where that exists. And, and unfortunately, it did. But, hey, hopefully we're back to it. Get to Arizona and Dallas next week. Again, beautiful matchups on the schedule here. So I'm comfortable firing up Miles Sanders if you made the playoffs. If you made the playoffs, if you – if you didn't bench Miles Sanders, I'm comfortable firing him up uh and getting me to the championship.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh
0: the RB four on the week, man, got the Pixie Dust back, two rushing touchdowns to help do it to you. Mike Davis, man. And then the RB five, Greg, we had to adjust your 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 start of the week, man. Miles Gaskin ends up getting COVID uh on Saturday or, you know, added to the COVID list on Saturday night after we had already recorded. So David Montgomery, your start of the week, your sub-in start of the week, uh start of the week from last week, comes in as the RB5. Uh, and then the RB6, Cam Akers. The RB7, Austin Eckler. The RB8, Alvin Kamara. The RB9, Dalvin Cook. The RB10, Chris Carson. The RB11, Kenyon Drake. And the RB12, man, Ronald Jones. So, uh, you know, some honorable mentions, DeAndre Swift, uh, Tony Pollard and Clyde Edwards-Helaire, but Greg, what do you make of uh, these these uh, stud RB performances here this week, man?
1: Yeah, it was it was definitely nice with Dave Montgomery again back to back weeks uh, in the top tops. You know, RB one performance again, giving you great value back. Uh, Cam makers, or uh, you know, from early in, on Thursday, dominating. Um, you know, nice names Eklund Kamara being in there, and you know, I think a lot of the, the big names came through. pretty much except Aaron Jones, but yeah, the, all those guys uh, finishing in the top twelve.
0: Yeah, man, I mean, uh, usual suspects here. I mean, obviously, some guys didn't come through for you. Like like you said, Aaron Jones. Uh, I mean, now we're transitioning into the uh, the Jags segment here. But, um, well, actually, before we go on to the Jags, Kenyon Drake, man, uh, you know, looking, he looked good on Sunday, actually, mm-hmm. against the Giants, um, you know, gets Philly next week. Uh, forget who Arizona plays the week after. But I think we're, you know, we're back to being able to fire up Kenny Drake uh, as an, as an, at least a, a RB2 every, uh, you know, every week um, with that RB1 upside. But moving on to these Jags on the week, these just the guys, uh, guys, you could have gone to the waiver wire and probably found more serviceable people Then you could have started uh, Kyle Usechek this week and you probably would have been okay uh, over some of these guys, but uh, Aaron Jones, like you mentioned, uh, I think that's maybe some touchdown variance there, man. I mean, yeah. for him to get 8 point, 8.1 and half PPR scoring, 8.7, whatever it was, and Aaron Rodgers goes off for four touchdowns, three passing, one rushing. I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just um, yeah, the off- offense, you know, one week. I'm not worried about Aaron Jones.
0: Not, never, man. Um, Wayne Gallman, I that one's tough. That whole Giants offense. Was oh man, that was kind of
1: horrible. I didn't even want to watch that again. That that looked like the yeah the early Giants offense early in the weeks. That's how bad it was.
0: Yeah, I mean Daniel Jones not having his mobility. I think that's you know that really hindered him in this one because that is a huge part of his game um, in terms of. His ability to move and, and and get guys open and extend drives and things of that nature. So, yeah,
1: they had turnovers yeah. too. Deion Lewis fumbling and a couple other, and I think another fumble too. So some drive stoppers didn't help.
0: Oh man! So second place, New York oh, Times. Sorry, did I did I address them? Oh man!
1: Nah, yo, I'm just hoping. I'm <laughs> hoping we get the same record as Washington because we have the tie break on them. So I'm I'm banking on that.
0: But what if? Uh, what about? You know Philly, man. They can make this run with Jalen Hurts, right? They could,
1: yeah. They 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 could, but they're you know a game back. They do have the tie in their back pocket too, uh, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the split with them, so um, you know I'm not as worried. Uh, you know Dallas too, got yeah, shot too. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's crazy.
0: <laughs> we might not know this thing until week seventeen. Oh, definitely, mean, we not. Get... definitely not. Definitely <coughs> not. Okay, this will be this will be interesting. Um, all right, man. So, wait. So, does this is mean that Week 17 will be having to play, like, if you play in a playoffs, it'll be, like, you'll be targeting NFC East teams?
1: Uh, yeah, because they'll be playing all their starters. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, how good all those starters are, like, <laughs> like their best. the best player in the division is the IDP player. So, like, <laughs> we're not going to go crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. yeah,
1: right, go Jalen Hurts. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs>
0: um... But yeah, then there's also the fact that oh, with the NFC. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't get too Oh, no, That's what it was. It was the <laughs> it was the fact that uh, Kansas City and Pittsburgh they have to play till the final. season. that is true. Much the final. That season, is true. Much, the that is true. Season, they will because yes. they're fighting for that bye. Yes, that's good. Thank you. Uh, so I, I'm for excited. All you week 17 you people. Go. Yeah, all you week 17 people, you're gonna be alright.
1: Yeah, you got Patty for week 17. Yeah. That's nice. Patty, you're
0: gonna have. Uh, uh, you know, Big Ben. Hopefully, Deontay has stopped dropping the ball by then. Yup. It'll be you know, good mix of a uh, good mix of players in yeah. that game. Yeah. Um. All right, man. Let's let's get to the the rest of these Jags, man. Uh, Josh Jacobs, though, this one is funny, because Josh Jacobs, obviously, he was my bust coming into the year, um, and he's he's been you know pretty much what what we said he would be, which is when the Raiders are winning he'll, you know, be a huge part of the reason why, and he'll get you, uh, you know, he'll have a great fantasy day. But when the Raiders are losing, he's going to have a terrible fantasy day like he did here, 49 yards, rushing on 13 carries. But what happened before the game was interesting. Uh, Josh Jacobs, um, before the game, he was ruled active that he was going to play. Uh, before the game, goes out on Instagram, uh, goes on his story and posts that he will not be playing. Uh... And then he's like, you know, laughing emojis. And he's like, oh, well, some fantasy owners are going to be mad. And and then he goes, oh, well. And then, you know, one finger salute to fantasy. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> and, you know, Adam Schefter is retweeting this. Like Ian Rappaport. Everybody's basically retweeting what, you know, Josh Jacobs is saying. But then before the game... Reporters are saying that Josh Jacobs is in his usual, you know, during the warm-ups, you know, the teams, they're running through their plays and stuff. Josh Jacobs was in his usual role as a starter, so it seems like Josh Jacobs was trolling us. Um, but really, the the Josh Jacob trolled you when you put him into your lineup because he ends up on the Jag list here, Greg. So what do you make about Josh Jacobs
1: Yeah, in this whole story? Ulterior motive maybe to, like, you know, force you to start him, and then, yeah, then he screwed you that way. So maybe that's how... Uh, yeah, <laughs> he wanted it. So, uh, but yeah, definitely part of the product of the game script. Um, yeah, indeed, put it on Oakland so much that, I mean, Las Vegas, so much that they had to fire to DC right after. So that's, yeah, it was, it wasn't good for him.
0: <laughs> definitely not. Uh, Raheem Mostert, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Giovanni Bernard, um, DeAndre Washington, Todd Gurley, James Conner, um. Any of these guys, I mean, well, you know, we had Gio Bernard
1: as a as a snip snip. So you know, you know, he's not, yeah, he was he before the, yeah, 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 yeah. no, but some people probably played. True, that's true. (laughs)
0: uh I mean, look, we had Todd Gurley as a cell candidate for since week five, but people were still rostering him and still (laughs) playing him every week. So yeah. (laughs) Um. So you know. What are we doing with these guys? Because Mostert and Zeke, I think those guys you're you're willing to just suck it up, put them in the lineup, and take what you get, unless you can get another option, right? Like, like with Mostert, I think he'll eventually come back. You know, we'll get back to that previous uh, production that we were getting before. With Zeke, though, it's kind of just you know Zeke is you very scared. Have to suck it up and take what Yeah. Oh, it I, I I mean it's scary for sure. Yeah, it is scary. I mean, would you rather stream wide receivers at this point than play Zeke? Yeah. Yeah,
1: like TY, uh I don't know, the Russell Gage, uh, MVS. But, I mean, cuz Tony Pollard basically got the same amount of touches as him. Uh, I mean, you know, they were Dallas was winning by a lot, but uh it, it's coming on to, Tony Pollard is getting um more touches. Uh, it's, it'd be interesting to see what happens next week. Um I mean, and they're Effective with him. So, I mean, Dallas wants to keep winning. So, we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, it's definitely. Yeah, I think.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Get get some wide receivers to just stream.
0: (laughs) Just go find a wide receiver, like, on a really good matchup. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's definitely possible um, every week. I mean, every week. Because at this point, right, like, you're hoping for 10 points from Zeke.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You're just hoping you can get to ten points, and I, like I said, you know, last week I'm not in the, you know, in the playoffs right now. I'm not trying to hope. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to win, <laughs> trying to get these chips. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I would, I would look elsewhere. But the rest of these guys, uh, Todd Gurley, James Connor, Giovanni Bernard. I mean, I'm willing to cut off, cut off. Yeah, three.
1: yeah. You're not playing uh, I mean, those guys. Not next week for sure. Right. No. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, uh,
0: so I would be. I mean, may, maybe I would. Maybe I would hold Connor in the event that something changes. But even then, like,
1: I'm still moving forward I with like JD just, McKissick over all those guys.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. JD McKissick over all these guys. I mean, Antonio Gibson probably won't be here. For, you know, we're not probably not not gonna have him for the rest of the season. So Antonio, Gip, or you know, JD McKissick makes a ton of sense to have over any of these guys. Yeah. Because you're not going to, like, in the playoffs, if you're not going to play, if if these guys aren't going to, like, ask yourselves two questions. Am I going to start this player? Question number one. Am I going to start this player? Right. Question number two. Does this player help somebody else? Right. And I, I, would, I would pray that my playoff opponent picks up Todd Gurley and starts them against me. <laughs> Like, I would, pray that that, I would pray that they pick up James Conner. Like, oh, James Conner against Cincinnati, that looks like a great matchup. Like, let me pick up James Conner. Please start him against me. Yeah. Okay. All right, now that we know we're there. Yeah. Move on, let's, move <laughs> on <laughs> let's move on to these wide receivers, man. Let's move on to these wide receivers. Wide receiver one on the week, man. Didn't even need to catch the ball that many times. Tyreek Hill, twenty-four point six fantasy points, three catches, seventy-nine yards, one touchdown. Also got thirty-two rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. Greg, what did you make of Tyreek Hill? Yeah, we, we were just looking off this week.
1: We were looking at his stats before. He um he could get close to twenty total touchdowns this year uh, with his returning game too. Uh, impact. Uh, this man is amazing. Um, you know if. You know, quarterback wasn't such a dominant, uh, like, position as far as, you know, MVP voting. He's got to be up there as far as, uh, you know, a non-quarterback player to do what he's got to do. He's He's been balling this year.
0: Yeah, man, 16 total touchdowns on the year, like you said. Uh, 14 receiving, 2 rushing. Um, Tyreek Hill has just been absolutely killing. And, and he's been consistent yeah. week in and week out yep. for you. I mean, I think outside of, like, one or two weeks where he didn't come through for you he's basically been uh he's he's been an every week starter for you you know an every week wide receiver wide receiver one uh with that number one wide receiver upside um but you know yeah he's only got three finishes outside the top 20 uh only one two finishes outside the top 24 so uh, every week man he's been he's been basically solid for you only one one single digit outing, like that's not the Tyreek Hill we used to word, be.
1: man. Crazy, you know? so it's uh, beautiful to see.
0: Yeah, man, definitely. Uh, the wide receiver one in total points, he's the wide receiver two in points per game. Um, yeah, absolutely phenomenal season here by Tyreek Hill. The wide receiver two on the week, man. And boy, were we wrong about this guy, man. Stefan. Diggs, mm-hmm. 24.1 fantasy points, 10 catches, 130 yards, and a touchdown. I say we were wrong because in the preseason, I remember we did a, a poll, uh, Stefan Diggs, uh, ADP game, Stephon Diggs versus Keenan Allen, and we trashed both of them at their respective ADPs. And then we even came around to Keenan Allen, but we still didn't come around to Stephon Diggs. And I blame myself. Uh, I blame... I know for me it was just purely out of I did not respect Josh Allen as a pastor, <laughs> and I never thought that he would get to that level the i mean obviously i I've been wrong about Josh Allen and I've said that before and I'll continue to say it again. I never thought that he would be able to be the pastor that he's become, but the fact that uh Stefan Diggs has benefited so much from that uh and you know you know he's seeing volume that we were never seeing when he was in in uh in minnesota
1: oh yeah absolutely first guy to get to 100 receptions they mentioned that last night um right in the nfl (laughs) so far so yeah he's gonna keep going and with josh allen playing like the year after next year he's he's gonna be a hundred reception guy
0: i mean yeah when when josh allen looks you know drops back and only sees one guy yep stefan diggs yep uh yeah 100 catches is is not out of the realm of possibility here for for Mr. Stefan Diggs. I mean, he's just so good. I mean
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. He doesn't yeah, matter. I mean, Josh Allen forces it in, in double coverage. Yeah.
0: It's awesome. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, but it's just crazy. I mean, a seventy a seventy five percent catch rate almost, like
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah, <you> know, <laughs> amazing. It's like Michael Thomas catch rate right there, uh, with the amount of targets he's getting. Yeah, short intermediate he's he's the guy for them. The the ball mover for them cuz they don't really run the ball effectively.
0: No, they don't run the ball. It's just him. Um you know, he's got 7 7 games with with over 10 targets. He's got four uh four games with 10 receptions.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely Dude is
0: absolutely killing. Um but the wide receiver three on the week, man, somebody who I can't believe I lost a T.Y. bet, but T.Y. Hilton, 23.1 fantasy mm-hmm. points and happy PR scoring, five catches, 86 yards, two touchdowns. You we the part that made me upset was he basically had almost the same stat line as Michael Pittman. Uh, I mean, he had more yards, obviously, uh, but then has two touchdowns as well. So uh, it's kind of upsetting there. But Greg, what'd you make of this performance here? By Ty, who is about to lead people to the playoffs.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, you know, championship. Yeah, I to, you know, told you guys go get uh, him last week for the waiver. He's definitely over that percentage now. He he's back. He's closing the season well. Uh, I think you got to continue to roll him out there. They got Houston next week. Um, very favorable matchup for wide receivers. Um, no corner. So yeah, keep rolling out Ty.
0: Yeah, man. Definitely got to roll him out there. Um, these matchups are definitely very favorable. Uh, the wide receiver, rounding out the top 12 wide receivers, man, Uh, wide receiver four on the week, Allen Robinson, the wide receiver five, Calvin Ridley, the wide receiver six, KJ Hamler, the wide receiver seven, Devontae Adams, the wide receiver eight, A.J. Brown, the wide receiver nine, Nelson Aguilar, the wide receiver 10, DeAndre Hopkins, the wide receiver 11, M- uh, Mar- Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and the wide receiver 12, Brandon Ayuk. Rounding out this top uh, you know, the, these honorable mentions though, uh just throw out a couple a few. Uh Ke- Russell Gage, Keenan Cole or Keelan Cole, Keenan Allen, uh A J. Green, D. K. Metcalf, I'm sure there's many more, but Greg, what'd you make of these uh wide receiver performances.
1: Yeah, um, definitely. D-Hop coming through uh, really much, uh, you know, doing what he has to do against Bradbury. Probably uh, basically won that matchup with him. A.J. Brown was probably the the catch of the, you know, one of the catch of the weeks uh, with that one-handed catch. um, You know, definitely on the offensive end. Um, And, yeah, it's just Calvin Ridley back in there. Alan Robinson uh, killing uh, against Houston. So, you know, T.Y. is going to do well next week. But, yeah, uh, it's been a good performance and oh, shout out to Brennan Ayuk, man. It's just every week, consistently, he's been a very strong wide receiver too this year.
0: Yeah, man, Ayuk is somebody that uh, a lot is getting a lot of love on Twitter today, and I love to see it, man, because I I proclaim myself uh, and it, I I will pro- I will invite anyone on this podcast to challenge me on it. I was the original Ayuk truther, yes, sir. Uh, as Greg. <laughs> Greg, you can vouch for me here, um, but Brandon Ayuk, man, to see him uh, really coming through—I mean, yeah,
1: with Debo, and now Debo's hurt I too. Think,
0: yeah. yeah, I mean, I didn't think that he would uh, get to this level of production that he's, you know, that he's gotten in year one. Um, but you know, no Kittle, no Debo Samuel—that obviously has you know played some role in it for sure, but. Um, you know, I'm just excited about 2021. Oh yeah,
1: with this guy. oh yeah, he's here to stay. He's <laughs> definitely here to stay. Um, yeah, and all you gotta do is you know keep staying healthy as everyone, and he'll be fine.
0: Yeah, man, that's, I'm definitely excited about 2021 for for Brandon Ayuk. Um, yeah, AJ Brown, the catcher of the year. Uh, KJ Hamler showing that speed again. I mean, if they could just get a quarterback in there, uh, it'd, be, you know. it'd be exciting. And then. Ka- Calvin Ridley man his splits with without without uh Julio Jones are crazy uh, I was going up against Calvin Ridley in in my playoff matchup uh the one I'm tilting over and I saw Julio Jones was out and I'm like oh man you know more Calvin Ridley and then I just start seeing the splits come up on Twitter cuz that's all everyone was talking about and the splits with without you know Julio Jones uh Calvin Ridley is locked in alpha at this point.
1: Not yeah, that that's what's up. I mean, you know, Julio's definitely going to be there for a little bit longer, but uh after after that, he should be, you know, at your top like a top elite wide receiver one uh every year.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think he's a top elite wide receiver one right now. Um I mean, he's definitely he's definitely got to be in the top 12 on the season on the yeah. year. But um he's the wide receiver He's the wide receiver, ten in total points. He's a wide receiver, five in points per game. Um, but Julio was—I mean, hopefully, y'all are—you know—you are you know, you're able to, you know, still sell him in a dynasty league. He was one of my sell candidates in the off season, um, which we'll be doing again this off season, by the way. So make sure you stick around for some dynasty stuff in the off season with us at the F- Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. But uh, you know, Julio Jones, somebody I would definitely be trying to get rid of, and if in, in dynasty leagues, if you haven't gotten rid of him already, word. Um, now we got to move on to these Jags, man. And Cole Beasley, my start of the week, man, this one did not come through. Just, uh, you know, Stefan Diggs continuing to gobble up these targets, uh, and uh, the all the Bucks wide receivers, you know. Every single one of them: Mike Evans, uh, Chris Godwin, uh, Antonio Brown. Uh, you know, each one of these guys. None of these guys came through. Uh, Deontay Johnson. Obviously, mm-hmm. we, we led we led off with him. Um, you know, four catches for forty yards. And if you watch that game you would only know that there was so much more yardage and so much more catches left on the bone for Deontay Johnson. Yep. So much meat on that bone that Deontay just left um mm,
1: the Chase
0: Claypool, Robert Oh yeah, Robert I was gonna Woods, say both the of Yeah, both of them. Yeah. Just Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, uh Terry McLaurin who's dealing with a quarterback carousel once again. Yeah. Uh after Uh, Alex Smith left with a calf strain. So, um, I guess the biggest question fantasy managers want to know, well, Deontay Johnson, we'll start there. Do you have the confidence in this playoff? Let's say you've advanced. Let's say you were on bye. You watched this unfold. Do you have the confidence next week to start Deontay Johnson against Cincinnati?
1: Uh, so, I'm one of those people that have Deontay Johnson in, in the fantasy semifinals. Um, the people on my bench, I think, won't be able to provide. The best player I have on my bench will be Sammy Watkins. And I still don't think he, I mean, he's going to get targets. He'll catch the ball. Um, but I don't, you know, I, I think Deontay Johnson is still <laughs> a guy that is still going to be looked to. Even after he dropped the ball, Ben Roethlisberger do it to him right again, like the next play. Like, yeah, I don't know. It seemed, ben Roethlisberger seems to have short term memory with it uh Deontay johnson just got to get over it I think the target numbers still be there I'm I'm still rolling them out there
0: yeah man I mean I have Deontay Johnson littered everywhere so I pretty much have to make this choice in pretty much all of my leagues this week um uh, and the leagues where I advanced and Deontay Johnson among the other things that happened didn't completely kill me but um I'm rolling him out there, man. I, yeah. Maybe I have, maybe I had some trepidation about it during the game. I'm thinking about it, but um, you know they had confidence out. You know, after in you know, if he doesn't come back in the game, we might have be having a completely different conversation right now. But the fact that he did come back into the game, and the fact that he was. Still continuing to see targets when he did come back, you know, still ends up. Dude sat out for a majority of the game and still was second on the team in targets. Like, yeah, come on, like so, they they
1: they know he's he's imperative to the offense and their success because you know, when he does catch the ball, he, he gets a lot of yards up the catch and he gets up the field and you know those little you set him up for a second and five and and third and shorts. Like he he does it for them, so um, I just he just got to catch the ball. That's it. It's really simple
0: and just also. Acknowledging the fact that they don't have a run game,
1: no, it's non-existent. He is their run game. <laughs> him and Juju. <laughs> he,
0: him and Juju. Yeah, they're the run game. So, um I'm continuing to roll Deontay out there. Like, I mean, if I have a DeAndre Swift or maybe a J.K. Dobbins, and I'm able to flex one of these guys, like, you know, because I'm really strong at running back, maybe that's something that you could consider. But I think when you think about Deontay Johnson going forward, I think you just consider this in the range of outcomes. Like, you know, we should have considered it going in yesterday and it's okay we didn't but going forward, you know, until he shows us that until he shows us, he shows the Steelers, he can consistently catch the football. This is in the range of outcomes for Deontay Johnson, and that's it. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm forced to start him because you know I had I had good running back depth. I had Antonio Gibson and Miles Gaskin. They're pretty much gone for me, so I'm, I'm relying on Deontay. Man, he's got to come through.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, definitely uh, did give you a uh, did give you a you know a slight chance in in, in our dynasty league because you know we do have you have Big Ben. I have Deontay, and. Uh, it's a point per completion league, in in addition to being a point per reception league. So, um, I was hoping to 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 cancel you out a little bit, but luckily it's irrelevant today.
1: Yeah, I, I blame I do blame Deontay. I want him to catch the ball. I'd rather him have done that. I think as a whole, <laughs> that set the tempo for the whole offense of the Steelers. Big Ben would have done better <laughs> in general if he would have caught that first ball. Like that play really was important, yo. They. That whole drive, like, oh, this is true. Actually, yeah.
0: you know, you're you're kind of right, because you know, there's the you know the touchdown probability could could fall elsewhere, and now I'm losing out here. So I see your point. <laughs> um, but Terry McLaurin, what are you doing here? The Quarterback situation, obviously. Uh, Alex Smith dealing with a calf injury. Um, Dwayne Haskins did come in, looked terrible. Surprise, surprise. Uh, Greg, what are you doing with Terry McLaurin going forward?
1: Yeah, it's tough for him. I mean, he's been almost a borderline one with all the horrible quarterback play, but I don't know if he can overcome this. Like, again, Dwayne Haskins is just so bad. Um, and, you know, it seems like, you know, they can give it to McKissick. They can throw to other guys too, Logan Thomas. Um, I think he's still in the flex conversation, but that's where it is for me.
0: Yeah, I agree. He's, a, he's in the flex conversation for me. And, So, if I have other options, you know, like the options I was listening before, like a DeAndre Swift or a J.K. Dobbins or uh, one of these other guys who's guaranteed to get some volume here, uh, then I'm going to play those guys. But going up against Seattle, definitely enticing, but the Seattle defense has played better the last few weeks, Um, you know, so, yeah, it's definitely not something I'm excited to do for sure. Um, But moving on to the tight end position... Unless there's any wide receivers that I missed,
1: Greg. nah.
0: Moving on to the uh, tight end position, the number one wide, number one tight end. I mean, I almost call him wide receiver because this man leads the league in receiving yards. Uh, not tight ends, the league, the entire league, all positions in receiving yards. Uh, Travis Kelsey, twenty-three point six fantasy points, eight catches, one hundred thirty-six yards, and a touchdown. And Trav, I appreciate you for putting up the same exact stat line that he put up last week because you saved me uh, some some keyboard entries. So really appreciate that, Travis Kelsey. I uh, thought that was pretty nuts that he had the, literally the same exact stat line, eight catches, 136 yards, and a touchdown. But, Greg, what would you make of this performance here by Travis Kelsey? Yeah, and I had to
1: thank him that he saved me words every time you talk about him as the tight end one. He's the tight end one, so he's going to keep doing this. And, uh I expect nothing less.
0: Yeah, man, definitely expect nothing less. Um, did not want to be going against Travis Kelsey in the playoffs. Definitely wanted to leave that task up to somebody else in my leagues. Um, but the tight end, two on the week, man, finally, man, we're getting it. But uh, did leave this game with a shoulder injury, but Mike Gasecki 21 fantasy points, 5 catches, 65 yards, and 2 receiving touchdowns here, both from Tua. What do you know? Mm-hmm. Greg, what did you make of this performance here by Mike Gusecki?
1: Yeah, I nah, found it last week, found it this week with Tua. I mean, you know, if, if Tua's going to be the future or whoever, uh, if, I don't know, whoever's, if they go back to fit somehow, I don't know, next year. But, uh, you know, I think this intrigue is for, you know, a guy that we thought was going to break out, uh, didn't really do it middle of the season, but late season coming on, he's going to be a guy next year. That I think could actually will actually break out.
0: Oh yes, uh, yeah. I Didn't even think about that. I can get a discount on my yeah, next second. year. Yo, yeah, oh, definitely, man.
1: definitely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the tight end three on the week, man. Irv Smith Jr. Hey, man, a Vikings tight end sits out. One gets to be the guy, and look what happens. Yep. Tight end three performance on the week. Uh, 14.3 fantasy points, six catches, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Greg, what'd you make of the performance here by Irv Smith?
1: Yeah, he's been awesome. You know, doing what he has to do in the last couple weeks without Kyle Rudolph. Uh, I think if Kyle is going to continue to be out, he's got to be a good tight end streamer, um, especially with, you know, his matchups coming.
0: Definitely, then. Um, the tight end four, man, Mr. Consistency, yes, man, sir. TJ Hawkinson. The tight end five, Robert Tunyon, considering to get it done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Foster Moreau, the tight end six, uh, the tight end seven, Jared Cook, the tight end eight, Darren Waller, the tight end nine, Jeff Swain, the tight end ten, Jimmy Graham, the tight end eleven, Nick Finette, and the tight end twelve, Dan Arnold. And uh, obviously, we don't do honorable mentions for the tight ends, but I will shout out Jared Cook with a dope catch, one handed back of the end zone. Was it one handed? It wasn't one handed but he snatched it from the defender and it was a dope catch in the back of the end zone. Uh, but Greg, what'd you make of some of these stud tight end performances?
1: Oh uh, yeah, definitely a good day from him. Um, and yeah, good day from Hawkinson. Of course, I can know I could always slide him in at my tight end and, and get money. Cause he, I know he's going to give me at least 10 points. Uh, and yeah, of course, uh, when we think Cole Komet has got it, Jimmy Graham comes right back and scores.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, Cole Komet still did have the targets, Yep. Uh, you know, led the way in yards. Uh, Jimmy Graham just, you know, that touchdown variance. I mean, when you get down to the red zone Jimmy Graham, time. you look around <laughs> and you see somebody standing there 6'7", I'm probably going to throw him the ball too. Yep. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Graham continuing to get it done in the red zone. Uh, but the Jags, man, the tight end position. Uh, Hunter Henry, is that are you willing to – hunter henry this week 5.7
1: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. nah yeah he, he didn't come through um i mean got 7.1 points in half one ppr it's like not bad for titan
0: <laughs> no was it 7.1 and half yeah was it oh man all right maybe i just wanted him to be worse than he was six actually i really and i really don't <laughs> uh yeah, no, actually, no, sorry. I think this was my botched, um, yeah, no, Hunter Henry deserves to be a Jag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eric Ebron, my start of the week, he was a Jag as well. I think he also wasn't as high profile as uh, Deontay Johnson's, but he also got a little benched as well. Yeah, I
1: he's, he's like been he's dropping been, the ball lately Vance too. Mc-
0: he's been dropping the ball. Vance McDonald seemed to get a lot, a lot of run yesterday. Um. So he was somebody that didn't come through. Uh, Gronk did catch a touchdown, but one catch for two yards is not what you were expecting from Gronk. Uh, And I think that's really it. Dallas Goddard, I mean, Philadelphia tight end, Philadelphia pass game, I was kind of avoiding, but Dallas Goddard, you know, it's four for 43. Maybe that's a sign that he's not uh, somebody that we should count on going forward with the. Uh, this new Philadelphia offense. And then Jordan Aikens were continuing to uh, not play well. Yeah. Um, Any other tight ends that broke your heart, Greg, this week?
1: Um, no, no. I mean, no offense, got hurt early, which hurt. So that's about it. And Evan Ingram being yeah. oh. uh, kind of the story of his season uh, up and down. But that's because of the Giants yeah. offense
0: in general. All right, well, um, moving on to some injuries, man. Matthew Stafford dealing with a rib rib issue. He's doubtful for week 15. So if you're streaming, uh, he probably should not be on your radar. If you're in two quarterback leagues, um, definitely going to have to make an ad there. Maybe go after Chase Daniel if, if there's no other quarterbacks. But obviously, we're going to get to the waivers in a little bit. Uh, Ronald Jones apparently may have fractured his pinky on Sunday. Um So it seems like he could play, but it could be an issue going forward. We did see him get to that 20-touch number, uh, close to it, that Bruce Arians promised us. Uh, We saw Leonard Fournette be a healthy scratch, which was nice if you roster Ronald Jones. But um, this is definitely something to watch going forward. Uh, Mike Williams, he injured his back, uh, left the game on the opening drive. So uh, that was tough if you took the shot on him against Atlanta. And then Devontae Parker and Jakeen Grant both got injured in week fourteen, which uh you know in, in which led to some extended run for uh rookie Lynn Bowden Jr., who I'm sure we might talk about today. Um but then in non injury related news, Gardner Minshew, he is back in the starting lineup. So hopefully the Jags can get a win, uh, and hopefully allow the Jets to maybe potentially Um, If they feel like it win a game so that they don't have to lose Trevor, but honestly, they probably won't win a game. So um, Greg on to these waivers, man. It's week 15 semifinals. What are we doing? Which running backs are we going after? To help lead us to a chip, if they even exist at, on the waiver wire. At this yeah,
1: point. man, I, I don't know. They don't. It's basically running back, and that's all I got is really Tony Pollard at twenty one percent rostered. Uh, before you know the playoff start, I told you to go get him because if Zeke is ninety nine percent rostered, he should be ninety nine percent rostered. But now with thirteen touches, uh, he's still still risky because he is declared number two. But it's definitely interesting to see as a speculative. Uh, waiver ad to get to see what he's going to do next week if you need a a desperation start at, at running back say you were a guy that had both antonio gibson and miles gaskin on your team um and you didn't get Jaden mckissick um maybe he can be that guy but that's that's really about it it's it's a uh, closing time and then unless you got someone that's going to give you some really good value uh these running backs are not going to on the waiver right not going to help you
0: yeah man definitely um I mean unless JD McKissick is somehow still out there. Um, you know, somebody that does interest me and hear uh, hear me out. Maybe I'm crazy, talk me off the ledge if you need to, Greg. <laughs> but Jeff Wilson?
1: Nah, I I'm with you on that. Um, I think because of the fact that he's always gonna be using the red zone, he's definitely gonna get at least three or four red zone carries. Um I you know, we mentioned that he's kind of a, a low end RB two uh top thirty running back, but I think he could be a guy also. Um, I would if you're desperate, he's a start too. Uh, you more likely he could get a touchdown because um the red zone carries are definitely gonna be there.
0: All right, well, let me just throw one more thing out there when I say Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson against Dallas this week.
1: Yeah, uh like that. I mean, he's going to get over he's got over 11 carries or 10 carries since he's pretty much been back. Uh you know, I would hope that he's going to get uh close to that number again and got Dallas, they're probably in favorable game script too. So that definitely helps for uh closing time.
0: Yeah, and Dallas has been one of the, the league's worst run defenses uh and you know, Kyle Shanahan uh he will find a way to expose that weakness and uh no debo samuel too so that should you know be an increase in some of this workload for some of these running backs here as well um all right man so moving on to these wide receivers man I, and I know I switch up this order on you every week got to keep you on your toes though but which wide receivers are going to potentially lead us into uh this finals of these uh fancy playoffs
1: uh for for 12 team leagues you know for more shallow leagues i think Russell gage uh, at 11% um, five for seven, you know, 82 yards. He's, this is five straight games, uh, with at least five targets. Uh, he had a season high with 12 in that span. I think for full point PPR leagues, uh, I think he's a guy, you know, that you could use, uh, to give you a nice safe floor. Um, especially with Julio being banged up, um, Matt Ryan is going to throw to him. Uh, he's going to be targeted. Uh, so he, he'll be safe to give you that value. Uh, Kiki QT, I'm going to mention him again. He did score a touchdown, uh, only had three targets, but he has the matchup with Indy. Coming again, um, which he did have eight for nine targets and 141 yards, Um, and I think Deshaun still wants to keep him involved. He did score a touchdown, so he's in play. Uh, And then other than that, MVS I think could be in play because you know and Rod is still flinging it everywhere. He's going to need to have a second receiver. To, to, to rely on he had six for six targets and 85 yards uh he's only 20 percent rostered um so he maybe be a, a last minute guy if you need to to play and uh start because uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be in some high scoring games um but in in deeper leagues uh the three guys I got are you know KJ Hamler um two touchdowns oh, only had three targets but uh got the deep target value and uh, the, the exciting plays so yeah, he's got to be intrigued in deeper leagues uh, Limbaugh and Juder as well. Um, Kai, let, let, you know, talk about a guy probably maybe for 2021 that could have some, some second year leap or some good value. Um, so he can p- be playable in deeper leagues as well. If you need a receiver, uh, especially if you were a guy that had one of those Miami receivers, uh, Devontae Parker and, uh, Tyron Johnson with the injury to Mike Williams, uh, he's 0% rostered, but, uh, he's definitely out there. Mike Williams probably filling for him. Um, well, Also, Keenan Allen got a little banged up, so he'll he be used down the line and down the stretch.
0: Yeah, so uh, of those guys, Lim Bowden actually intrigues me a ton, and here's why. Uh, he has positional, first off on Yahoo, and I know on Sleeper, depending on what uh, platform you play on, he has dual running back wide receiver eligibility. So you can play him in either one of those spots. Mm -hmm. Um, The second reason why I like him is because he was a versatile player coming out of college, uh, was a uh, slot receiver, wildcat quarterback, also played some running back. So with Miles Gaskin going down, uh, obviously due to COVID, um, maybe there's a world where they get him involved in the run game a little bit. Um, Obviously, you know, they – that happened very late on Saturday. There's not enough time to, you know, maybe get all that stuff into your game plan. But maybe that's something that we see going forward. So, I'm not saying to start him, you know, pick him up, start him. But I would at least pick him up, stash him, or maybe even if you need to start him, start him because that volume was there and he had volume the week before, four for 41 this week at seven for 82 or whatever it was. So he's somebody that I think in PPR leagues especially um where if you hurt if you're hurting at running back uh he's not the worst person to take a shot on as an RB2 for a week.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Um all right man, what about the uh quarterback position? It's a, you know p- possibly a, a potentially big streaming week this week. I mean, it's week 15, so everything we do this week is magnified.
1: Uh yeah. We're
0: playing the same game. Yeah. But what quarterbacks are we looking for? <laughs> Uh, potentially in this week? Uh,
1: definitely Phillip Rivers. He's at 41% rostered, uh, climbing a little bit, but he's still the number one guy. He's been on fire of late as far as being consistency. Fourth straight multi-touchdown game, uh, close to 250 <laughs> yards again on Sunday. Um, again, I keep mentioning it. I got the matchup against Houston next week, who Mitch Trubisky just lit up for three touchdowns. So i uh, continue to let Rivers take you to those fantasy championships. Uh, speaking of Mitch Trubisky, He's got to be also intriguing uh, next week against Minnesota. Uh, he's 11% rostered, but he's coming off his best game in a while, uh, 24 for 33, the 267 and three touchdowns. Um, solid matchup against Minnesota. I think he could provide some borderline QB1 value. I mean, it's still risky because it is Mitchell Trubisky, but I think he the passing volume will be there. And then Jalen Hurts, of course. Uh, can't
0: spell Trubisky without risky. Uh, yep, yeah, can't
1: spell Trubisky without risky. Uh, and then, yeah, Jalen Hurts versus Arizona. 17% rostered, um, 17 for 30, the 167 in a touch, but then the 18 carries and the 106, that's like the heart of my eyes emojis, got to look at that right there, got the Taysom Hill-like performance, definitely playing, definitely play in next week against Arizona, um, don't let Arizona's defensive performance fool you, uh, you know, the Giants were just not playing at all, um, so yeah, second most rushing yards uh, from a QB debut, um, this is second behind Lamar Jackson, so that's what's up.
0: Yeah, man, definitely. Uh, Jalen Hurts is somebody we definitely again have to add. Yes, sir. Have to go get. Yeah. Even if even if you're playing defense, even if your if your opponent needs a quarterback, I'm picking up Jalen Hurts so they don't pick him up. Yeah. Yep. Right? So, um, stuff like that, man. Um, all right, man. What about these uh, tight ends? I know it. I I mean, I feel bad even asking you to recommend one of these oh, guys. It's to tough. I mean, what are we doing?
1: Irv Smith Jr. at 6% rostered, uh, especially if Kyle Rudolph is going to continue to be banged up. Uh, he definitely is a popular streaming option, uh, for this weekend and down the season for the semi semis and finals. And then Dan Arnold, Dan Arnold, uh, has been used lately a lot. We uh, recently, um, you know, getting five, four targets, uh, scored a touchdown this weekend uh, with a great catch in the back of the end zone. Um, and think, you know, Colin Murray, uh, I'm gonna have to throw someone else too besides D-Hop uh, and you know it's gonna be a mix between either Christian Kirk maybe sometimes but Dan Arnold is getting involved and he's gonna I think he could be playable
0: yeah Dan Arnold scares me because of the touchdown variance but at this point I mean you yeah, know I'm gonna chase the dragon with with Dan Arnold if I have to uh, I mean that's what we're doing with any tight end This it feels like I mean I would still go back to Cole Komet that's, that'd be my guy um just because the targets, the ter- the routes, are, the routes are there, the target volume will be there, uh, and, and he's a you know a, a talented second round pick uh, with pedigree. So I think at one point that should take over. But um, yeah, man, this again, tight end position, it's a crapshoot. Um, all right, man. Well, that is all we got for waivers. Uh, hopefully, I come in on Thursday. Uh, well, for the Thursday night preview, a happy man uh, who got 30.76 full uh, full PPR points from Mark Andrews and uh, Lamar Jackson combined and um, yeah and I'll be happy and you know all will be right in the world and if not I'll just be tilting from now until then so uh, everyone thank you for listening I really appreciate it well hopefully you're still in the playoffs and hopefully we can help you get these chips because uh, nothing would make us happier than helping all you out there achieve your fantasy football championship and be league winners uh, so hopefully we can continue to do that for you if you could please rate review the podcast that'd be fantastic and then if you go go ahead and follow us on social media follow the show at FF Diagnostics on twitter and instagram you could follow uh, greg on instagram at we underscore made it and then you can follow me on twitter and instagram at jr nerd have a good one everybody catch you on Wednesday for the Thursday Night Football Preview, and we are out.